Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Data Blitz podcast. This is the first betting episode. Um, this was Brendan's idea. Brendan is joining me uh, remotely. Say hi, Brendan. Hello, everybody. Um, so today we're going to go over some of the games that we're excited for, uh, discussing some bets and stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, we have a couple parlays, a couple prop picks. Um, and overall, we're just excited to get into it. Um, appreciate you for joining, Brendan. Let's do this thing. Um, so I just wanted to start off uh, with a quick disclaimer um, that Dataless Podcast is uh, for entertainment and informational purposes only. It is not intended uh, as definitive betting or fantasy sports advice. Um, so just got to get that legal disclaimer out of the way. Um, so from here... Um, I guess we can jump right into a little recap of Thursday Night Football, talking about uh, the game last night, and then we can jump over into some of the games right after that. But I just kind of wanted to talk talk some shop. So, Brennan, you got anything to say about the game last night? I mean, can we talk about the points? I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean... I mean you, ha- you had a million was... points. I mean, Gino looked like friggin' Russell Wilson in his prime. Yeah, it's not great for me, considering that the the DFS episode yesterday I talked about, and the Dynasty episode, both of those, uh, I highlighted the downfall of Geno Smith, in addition to the (laughs) risk of the Seahawks receivers going forward, and the outstanding value of the Cowboys defense this week in, in DFS plays. Um, so this kind of why I decided to bring somebody else on. Uh, I was like, I think I'm wrong too much. So <laughs> appreciate you for well, we're joining both, me. We're both going to be wrong, you know? Yeah, but at least we'll be wrong together. Uh, man, um, you know, CD's definitely joined that like, D, uh, not DK. I mean, DK after last night, but Justin Jefferson, cool. Jamar Chase here of uh, receiver. But you know, DK last night was pretty incredible. Well, DK had... 14 fantasy points on his first drive of the game. And then I think CD's also, you know, he's been up there for a couple of years. I think it's just been a matter of time. I think all season, even last year, he was awesome. So I think there's a lot to expect from this Cowboys team. Yeah. I mean, do you think, I mean, I don't think the Seahawks were really talking about going far into the playoffs and, if you want to have that discussion, I'm open to it. But do you think the Cowboys have a chance to get to maybe the NFC Championship? Definitely. But the question is now that everybody's asking is what's good with their defense? Because um, they they definitely get a lot of turnovers, but they got exposed last night. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But And Jigbo looked great. I know. Finally, good breakout game for him. Uh, 11 targets, 7 receptions, 62 yards. Um, big fan of what I've seen out of him this season. Probably more than we could have expected um, going in. So, I mean, I think there was definitely a higher expectation than, there, than the results have shown. Um, but I think Tyler Lockett's starting to t- kind of take that back seat. Starting to get phased out of that offense. Definitely. But it was good to see like that JSN was able to get something done even during one of those Metcalf boom games, and those are almost inevitable. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I think everybody and their mother had fantasy value last night. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. Even Brandon Cooks again, which is. I don't think I've started, hey, I started him. Once. Good for you, man. All right. So, what do we got? Yeah, um, so right here, I think we jump in. I would suggest that we start with our parlays um, just so that we can kind of get those out of the way and so that we don't spoil them, you know, if we're talking about different plays later on and talking about the games. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what your take on that is, though. It's all good by me. All right, so if you want to start with your uh, parlay that almost lost last night, go ahead. (laughs) So... Last night I had, as the first leg of my seven-leg parlay, I had the Cowboys minus five and a half. Um, Got saved by a field goal there at the end. Um, Otherwise, I got the Chargers, Dolphins minus nine and a half, Houston Texans 
uh, Detroit Lions, Jaguars, and a weird one. I have the under of 38.5 for the Falcons and the Jets. Um, I just don't see anybody scoring points in that game. That thing, I'm not even going to watch it, to be honest. <laughs> that game is horrible. Um, but it gives me a reason to. So, um, I mean, I I love the Chargers at minus 240. It's just obvious. The Patriots suck. Uh, I don't know why they're not minus 500. So we'll, t- we'll take that. Um, Dolphins against the Commanders. I don't see how the Dolphins don't blow them out. Um, the Commanders have nothing on defense. Sam Howell throws for yards, but he also gets interceptions. So I see that game flipping quick, especially since the Dolphins haven't had a good beatdown on anybody lately. Um, and I got the Lions against the Saints, obvious reasons. They got a bounce-back game after, I think they had a bye week last week. Um, so kind of get-right game. And then Jaguars against the Bengals, that speaks for itself. Um, I don't see Cincinnati really putting up a fight against them. So um, the odds on that were plus 16-11, so pretty good value, I think. Um, I think it really just boils down to the Dolphins covering that minus 9.5. So that's what I got. That's an alternate spread, but I like to do it on – seven to ten points because i think it gives you a little more um reality in terms of the differences between scores yeah it's a it's a crazy parlay i I've, i do have a lot of faith in yeah it. that's it sounds like a lot of respects are well thought yeah i definitely take one crazy one every week that gives me a big payout and then otherwise i throw an easier one into the mix all right i have an easy one for you um this is my underdog parlay. Um, I just have two underdogs, and realistically, I think both of them have a pretty good shot to win. Um, and I think that both of these teams are being slept on uh, with you know two great quarterbacks. Um, so I'll just say it right now: uh, Eagles, Cardinals. I have the Eagles. Um, they're underdogs right now, and the Cardinals are also underdogs uh, against the Steelers. Eagles are. Um, are the Eagles playing? I completely forgot. Eagles have the Niners. Eagles have the Niners. Yeah, I'm like, who who could they Game possibly of the week. be underdogs to? Um, so, Eagles, Cardinals, probably those together. You got plus 596. Um, I mean, that's just two teams. I think the Steelers, uh, that's kind of one of the games that I'm highlighting as obvious here. I think the Cardinals, you know, just got Kyler Murray back. Michael Wilson has looked pretty good all year. Hollywood Brown. Um their defense did kind of get run through last week. Um, so maybe take a uh, prop bet on like Jalen Warren or Najee Harris, probably Jalen Warren, if you don't like this pick. But if you do, um, I think Eagles Cardinals is a great value. And I think uh, there's a pretty solid chance that both those teams edge out the win this week. Yeah, I think the Steelers are pretenders, obviously. Their point differential is stupid. Um, they should not be seven and four, but they are, their division stinks. Um, they're at home, which is in their favor, especially cause you got a team coming in from Arizona. It always made a difference with Pat's dolphins games. Um, so I kind of think along the lines of that as well, but mm-hmm. I don't mind the pick. I think with Kyler, they're not a two and 10 team. Maybe they're along the lines of, you know, four and eight, whatever it might be. But, um, I think that, yeah, they could go in there and just run up some points as long as they can protect Kyler. I think it's honestly a pick em. Like that five and a half points that you have uh, on the Steelers' side just feels so unnecessary to me. Um, Steelers have not been offensively great all year. Maybe it's a reactionary uh, take to the Matt Canada firing. They think that the Steelers' offense is going to continue to step up uh, behind Pat Fryermuth. Um, but realistically i think the cardinals are just as good if not better than the steelers so and then the other pick obviously in this parlay is the eagles who um i think just are the best team in the nfl right now um brock purdy's had some heavy mistake games i think this could be another one of them so there's a good chance that brock purdy specifically blows this game for the niners yeah purdy's been good i don't know i mean yeah he's he's blown a couple but they had their get right game and you know, who knows what could happen. These teams hate each other. They do. Yeah, that's for sure. 
And right. Eagles at plus 135, just straight up money line. I mean, that's pretty attractive to me. Yeah, again, think this is like could go either way. Pick them. Eagles want to get this one. Um, so I don't know what to say. They got to they gotta keep their bragging rights. They do. All right. Do you want to jump into going over each of these games and talking about some picks that we have from them? Oh, yeah. Chargers Pats is first. Do you want to get that over with? Sure. Uh, <laughs> you want to start it as the Pats fan? I'll let you take it away. Well, the Pats stink. It's depressing. And obviously, we got to take the Chargers. Their offense is miles better. Just so much better. It's stupid. Um, they're both in last place in their division, which is ridiculous <laughs> to think we all had the Chargers either making the playoffs or maybe even winning their division. I mean, they have so much star power all over the field. They just can't put it together. Brandon Staley is gone after this year. has to be. Um, but that's another topic. Um, Chargers are going to run up the score. I mean, the spread is minus 5.5. Once again, it I can see them winning by 20. Um, Pat's defense has been solid, but that's about all you can say about them. They don't move the football. It stays in one part of the field and they play the punk game, which does not work when you're playing against a big arm like Herbert. So it should be a blowout. I think we all know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, four interceptions last week against the giants. Uh, that was turnovers for the Patriots. Um, that's tough. Currently it's slated to be 45 degrees with moderate rain. Um, so I think there is some argument to be made about, you know, maybe offense is not firing in all cylinders, but as you said, the Chargers are an incredible offense, especially when you talk about them in comparison to the Patriots. Um, and they hung around with Baltimore last week, too. It did, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, Brandon Staley, obviously, like you said, on the hot seat, um, maybe this is a chance, again, you know, to run up the score. Um, but I learned my lesson on the Chargers last year. I had futures on the Chargers. Uh, Super Bowl, Justin Herbert, MVP. I thought that that was a year. I won't place another future on the Chargers week to week. I think they're a good team to bet on, but I stay away from them. Yeah, the Chargers are definitely not it. Um, they're not going to make the playoffs, but until they get a new coach maybe, then they'll they'll have some uh, – games that they can win that they should win um but this is a game they should win will win and should win easily um you want to go to dolphins commanders yeah so dolphin commanders this is going to be my over of the week um over set pretty high at 49 and a half but i think the dolphins um you know they've shown that they beat bad teams by a significant margin but then on the other side of the ball, Sam Howell's shown that even in games where he's down, he's able to move the ball, uh, might have a few turnover plays, which still bodes well for the Dolphins' offense and points being scored. Um, I just think there's a pretty solid chance that the Dolphins, like you said, crush them. Um, nine and a half spread right now. And I think that over hits as well. Yeah, um, that over-under is interesting to me. I think it's, you know, it's on the higher end, I think. But, um, I mean, I had a bet myself last night, another same-game parlay. I had under 50.5 for the Cowboys, or the Cowboys game, and that got shattered by halfway through the third quarter. So, you know, it could be one of those two defenses that don't produce. Um, the Dolphins' defense being better, but... I think Sam Howell moves the ball very well. Um, just it remains to be seen whether or not he can control the turnovers, control the clock, move the football down the field late in games. Um, so I think there's potential for the Dolphins to blow him out, but it remains to be seen. Um, yeah, I think Commanders plus 9.5 is interesting, but Dolphins minus 9.5 is also interesting. So. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be another one of those weird NFL games. I'm definitely excited for it. I think if the commander's offense can get something going, um, Brian Robinson, Jahan Dotson might be some good value plays, maybe even Curtis Samuel. Um, 
there's some, mm. some interesting plays there. Yeah, Brian Robinson's been interesting this year. Way better than expected. I was in on Antonio Gibson, you know, last year and the year before that. Uh, hated Brian Robinson, but moved off Antonio Gibson. And, and I think my eyes have opened up to Brian Robinson, his value as a receiving back, which was unexpected. Unexpected by far. I mean, he's a classic power Bama running back from what I thought. So yeah. I didn't see him catching any balls. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. You want to jump right. over the next game? Broncos, Texans. What do you got? Um, I mean, you got to have Texans minus three here, but Broncos have shown that late season resurgence uh, between that Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton connection. Um, uh-huh. But I'm not going to be the guy to be bet against CJ Stroud. Um, you can go for it, but that will not be me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he's still a rookie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I keep saying that to myself and expecting him to have some implosion game, but it just hasn't happened. Uh, I would it really hasn't like four weeks ago or something like that. Um, I think the over is a good play here too at 47 and a half. It is higher um yeah it feels like cj stroud gets in tons of shootouts and wins those by a decent amount every time yeah i agree um obviously russell wilson's kind of having a comeback year from last year um throwing a lot of touchdowns not a lot of interceptions doesn't make too many mistakes now i guess he's a salty vet but i don't know um he doesn't seem to really have the ability to move the ball down the field without a running game. Um, and the Texans defensive line has actually been pretty solid. So that being said, I could see the Texans, you know, wiping them out. Um, but I could also see the Broncos easily, easily covering three. Um, so it'll be interesting The over is, is on the higher end. I would go under. That's definitely an under for me. I could see it, but it feels like for me, every time I tune into a Texans game, it's C.J. Stroud you know, running down the field at the last uh, two minutes and, and leading a game-winning or game-tying comeback. Uh, so we'll see what it ends up being. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely shown that ability earlier in his career than, you know, 95% of quarterbacks do, so... I mean, he's thrown for over 300 yards in four straight games. Um, It's got to break the streak at some point, right? I don't know. He has more 450-yard passing games than Bryce Young has 250-yard passing games. So (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) Well, he's got the Jets after Denver, so I guess he has a chance there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a good chance that he blows them out, too. All right, Falcons Jets. Falcons Jets. Uh, this one I got Falcons minus two. I also have a parlay here uh, slash prop bet. Um, where I think Bijan's going to score a touchdown. Feels like Arthur Smith has released Bijan a little bit and caged up Algier. Um, so Bijan anytime touchdown is plus one thirty five. Parlay that with the Falcons minus two, and you get plus two fifty four. Um, I think. Falcons have those skill positions and they have a good chance of winning this game um, compared to the Jets who have really sucked in the past few weeks. Yeah, I think the Falcons offense kind of turned it on. Um, It's hard to have faith in Desmond Ritter. It is. Um, I mean, he's a big guy, low-key, very good arm, but um, doesn't seem to make the best decisions, kind of just a check-down machine, which... Fantasy value for Bijan, especially because Algiers not being featured as much. But um, in terms of lines, it's a weird one. I could see the Jets winning. I could see them losing. I think it'll be a close game regardless. Um, Over under is very low. Um, very low. Yeah, very low. Um, what I would think here is what could happen is the Jets. I mean, they beat the Eagles. They're only the only team who has it's bizarre but <laughs> they can they can beat anybody they can lose to anybody um 
it's a weird game because you're playing a team that's first in their division, but they're five and six. It's, it, I feel like the value play here is Jets, um, even though they have a quarterback who didn't throw for more than 4,000 yards in college. So that's what also makes it weird. Um, if Zach Wilson were playing, I would definitely take the Jets. But for that reason, I would take the Falcons just money line. I, I don't want them. I don't want points on them or anything. Um, it's got to. It's got to be the Falcons. I'm comfortable with the Falcons. I think the Falcons honestly win by four here. Um, Jets offense is just so bad right now. Oh, it's horrible. It's it's up there with the Patriots in terms of watching an offense. It could be worse, to be honest. It could be worse. I know you're a little bit biased well, in that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it could be the Patriots. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's not much else to say left about the Jets. They suck, and I'll be watching the game yeah. for the skill positions. Maybe Kyle Pitts will get a reception. <laughs> that would be a miracle, especially <laughs> in the red zone. Yeah, no chance. Uh, who do you got next? You hear it. Um, so, Lions-Saints. I think that just has to be Lions. I don't think Derek Carr has shown anything. It does, yeah. I mean, Lions are minus four right now. We have 83% of bets uh, on the Lions at minus four. Opened up at three. It's getting pushed back more. I think you got to hop on it while you can. Um, Lions offense has been incredible all year. Jameson Williams coming back has helped them unlock a little bit. But, you know, the Packers, as a Packers fan, manhandled them last week. Um and it feels like this is a game that the Lions and Jared Goff are really going to figure it out uh, coming off of that Packers game and Bears game. Um, this isn't one of those divisional games. So it's a good chance that we see the Lions that we knew before those two games uh, again. Yeah. Um, the Lions minus 210 right now. I think that's a pretty good deal. Um, I don't see them even making this too close of a game. I know the Saints' defense has been kind of solid this year. I mean, they're always kind of solid. Um, but, you know, I think Jared Goff to Amon Ra is just ridiculous. Um, Cheat code. It's, yeah, it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, they run the ball like crazy. Their O-line is nasty. It's just whether or not their defense can hang, and I think their defense can hang against Derek Carr's Saints. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got any plays that you like here? I know that you mentioned what what was the one in your parlay. Um, so I like the Lions just money line here. Um, four and a half isn't bad either. Just if you're looking for a little extra value, um, I I don't see them losing or either losing or winning by less than five points. So yeah, I think you have to take it. Feels like a Lions blowout waiting to happen. I mean, and the, the Saints are pretenders. At five yeah, and, and especially with a, a with Olave out too. Is he out? I don't know. I don't think he's out. Well, he had the see. concussion last week. But if he's out, they're screwed. I don't see that he's out. Uh, I'll keep an eye on it though. Yeah, it says he's questionable. All right. Um, okay, I'm letting you take the wheels on running the games just because my um, my stuff is in a different order than you, so you want to take the next one? Okay, so Cardinals-Steelers is what was next on here. Okay, we already talked pretty decent yeah. amount about this game. Um, so then Colts-Titans is next. Okay, yeah, this is a game that I'm excited for. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew has been pretty solid as a starter, but not as a fantasy asset. I think Josh Downs and Michael Pittman have a good chance to go off this week. Um, and then the last time that the these two teams played, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 25 points. It was kind of his first breakout of the year. Um, so I think there's a decent chance, maybe, that Will Levis gets going with DeAndre Hopkins. But uh, I just feel like that Titans offense really sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, when you see that Derrick Henry is projected 10 fantasy points and half PPR, it's kind of kind of upsetting. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, the Titans stink. Um, there's not school. much to say about them. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> I think Gardner Minshew is a great quarterback, in my opinion. I think he's a great game manager. Doesn't make too many big mistakes. He does sometimes. Um, but I think he's a great game manager. And his stats kind of speak for themselves for the most part throughout his career. Um, I think their offense is pretty well-oiled. Um, their defense is questionable. But I think the Colts are kind of a lock here. Um, right now it's showing as minus one. You're not getting much <laughs> for that. So um, just take the money line. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I think the Colts are going to uh, run with it here. And then as for Minshew, I think you throw Minshew on the Falcons and you throw Minshew on the Jets and both those teams are maybe in the playoffs. Jets a little bit more questionably, but as you said, Minshew's a great ma- game manager. Uh, feels like he's maybe a top 20 quarterback in the league right now. Maybe top 25-ish. Mm. Um, That's another debate. Yeah, I mean, we can get into it, but <laughs> I feel like Mitch is very solid. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, I wish the Patriots had him, to be honest. Throw him on the Patriots, I mean, and they might have like five wins. What are they at right now? <laughs> Two. <laughs> it's not fun anymore, but that's enough about the Patriots. Um, next one we have on here is Panthers Bucks. All right, Panthers Bucks. I got my under on this game. Um, Panthers Bucks under thirty seven. I think, as we've seen, Bryce Young sucks. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's tough. I mean, I like Bryce Young. <laughs> um, he hasn't been great in terms of running a well oiled offense. Uh, the Frank Reich firing is going to maybe open up some opportunity probably not this week though um there's probably going to be a little bit of confusion about um you know calling the correct plays and stuff like that and then for the bucks the bucks are coming off of two losses at the colts um and 49ers where they put up 14 and 20 points um they do feel like they're consistently around that 20 point margin um but you know if they put up 20 and the Cardinals put up 10, we're still well under 37. Agreed. Um, the one weird thing is obviously the Frank Reich firing. It sometimes happens where a team just starts playing out of their ass for no reason. Um, it just happens sometimes when they fire their coach. So that one weirdly scares me with the over-under. Um, I still think Bucks money line, even Bucks minus five and five is a good play as well um definitely terms of, money line. i don't know about minus five. Oh yeah, yeah um, probably i could see this being a low scoring game i thought the panthers defense is actually pretty fine um they got some Sir players O-line. on there yeah their own line is horrible bryce young looks average he looks scared um there's v- not a lot to Vita say Vea. Vita Vea is gonna eat bryce young this week yeah, I mean Two it's sacks. a four. It's a four. <laughs> it's a four and seven team versus a one and ten. Um, not a <laughs> great matchup, but I still think that the Buccaneers are a mile ahead of the Panthers. Um, Baker Mayfield, kind of same idea as Gardner Minshew. More mistakes though. Um, as long as he can limit those mistakes, Buccaneers have this easy. I think, yeah, more mistakes, but also higher you know, upside um, than, than Gardner Minshew. I'm a, I'm a big Baker fan. But, you know, maybe that's Why? just Mike Evans. Mike Evans, is, Mike Evans is just one of those guys that'll always be relevant regardless of the quarterback. Yeah, I love Mike Evans. Same thing Didn't as DeAndre win? Hopkins. Did Mike Evans win Rookie of the Year over Odell? Uh, I don't remember. I think he did. Crazy. Well-deserved. Yeah, dude's a beast. Yeah, I can't find it. Whatever. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. No, he did <laughs> not. 
Air, uh, that's wait. Twenty fourteen. Player of the year, rookie of the year. There we go. Yep, Odell won it. Zach Martin uh, was second. And then Mike Evans. Got an wow. O line in there. Right guard. <laughs> that's crazy. Right, well, <laughs> Imagine Mike Evans should have gotten it. I mean, based off of how those two careers have gone. Well, it's not based off the career. <laughs> I know. I know it's not. Uh, <laughs> all right, who we got uh, next here? All right. Next on the slate is the game of the week, Niners and Eagles. I am very excited for this game. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. What do you got? Uh, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I got Eagles um, money line. I think that the Eagles, it looks like they're they're plus three right now. Um, I would take them if it was straight up, probably. I think, you know, Eagles have been more well-rounded. Seems like a lot of the bets are for the under this week, um, which is crazy. Under 48, 81% of the bets are on that. Um, but as I said, like, Jalen Hurts isn't going to lose the game for you. Brock Purdy might. And for that reason, I have the Eagles. Um, and that's about the only reason that I have the Eagles. Hmm. So I would definitely take Eagles money line over the spread. Um, three points ain't getting you much. Uh, yeah. I think this game is going to come down to a touchdown. Um, it should be played pretty neck and neck. I mean, 49ers defense is just ridiculous, and so is the Eagles. Both offenses have so much star power. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, otherwise, over under 47 and a half. Um, honestly, I would take the under, yeah. I agree with that. I think so. Um, I saw a stat that said around, I think it was around 60 to 65% of NFL games, um, the under hits. So I would take the under here. Um, I think I've been living by that all year long and it usually pays off. So, um, yeah, I would take the under here. Uh, I think it's going to be a absolute slaughter in, in the trenches, um, Fred Warner's a beast. I can't wait to see him matching up uh, with DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. is just on another level with this offense. I mean, he has weapons for days. Yeah, he really does. And then Devonta Smith has had that kind of breakout. Um, like at this point in the year, ever since Dallas got it, it went down. One stat that you're sleeping on here, I mean, you're not because you're with me on the Eagles money line is that the Eagles are four and zero in light rain. V- meanwhile, the Niners are one and one in light rain. So, <laughs> fair weather team. You fair weather team. That's everybody's saying. Brock Purdy can't Eagles, handle a Eagles, bit of rain. Yeah, Eagles have a little more grit to them. <laughs> you have a prop bet for this game. I do. So this is one of the games that I love for prop bets. I think. Um, this team, these two, both of these teams ride on their star players. So in terms of what I like, I like AJ Brown touchdown. Um, and I don't mind actually Brandon Ayuk touchdown here either. Um, those are two guys who are going to get the ball. Like there's no, there's nobody else that you're going down the field to. I mean, Devontae Smith is there, but AJ Brown's the guy calling for the ball. Um, AJ, or, uh, Devontae Smith is second fiddle. So um, Christian McCaffrey touchdown is minus 160 if you want it. It's obviously (laughs) almost a lock, but I like A.J. Brown touchdown here as my number one. I'd say A.J. Brown touchdown is a good bet. Um, I don't think Devontae Smith has been the second fiddle. Ever since Dallas Goddard went down, uh, there's been more opportunity for him uh, as opposed to A.J. Brown. But um, I think A.J. Brown has the opportunity to, like, he feels like he shows up in games like this where, you know, there needs to be some star power. Devontae's probably going to have, like, 60 yards and, like, somehow a two-point conversion. Um, But A.J. Brown's going to go off for, like, 80 and a touchdown. Um, 
kind of what I'm seeing coming here. Yeah, I totally agree. I just I think Devonte Smith has just come into his own. I don't think it has too much to do with uh, Dallas going down. Dallas Goddard, that is. Um, just because he wasn't having the most amazing year anyways. So mm-hmm. I think Devontae Smith has just kind of figured out his role, and I think that role is second to A.J. Brown. When A.J. Brown isn't there, Jalen Hurts turns to him, and he's a cap- just as capable of having a big game. Absolutely. Yeah. Very excited for this game. Yes, that's the game of the week. I don't, I don't know why we have to watch the Jaguars-Bengals on Monday Night Football, but... We'll get there. <laughs> there was a chance that that was going to be a good game, but it won't be. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to Browns and Rams? Yeah. Uh, take it away if you want to start. All right. So, Browns are 7-4. and four. Who do they have at quarterback? Is it P.J. Walker? I think it's P.J. Walker. I mean, who even knows right now? Is it Joe Yeah, Flacco? well, that's why... I think it might be Joe Flacco. That's probably why they're <laughs> <Joe> plus. <Flacco. laughs> that's why they're plus one sixty. Um, oh, the Rams' offense is just a juggernaut. Their defense is good at times when Aaron Donald shows up, which is most games, and the secondary has to back it up, which is where they struggle. Um, but I don't see the Browns beating them downfield. So I got to have the Rams here. Um, over under at forty. Browns have a great defense. Um, it's questionable. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this over-under? Honestly, I think it's an under game. Um, I think the Rams defense, like you said, is pretty good. Uh, they have some star power, some heavy star power. And then the Browns defense is more solid throughout. Um, and then Miles Garrett's probably going to somehow score a touchdown and then blow up the under. But um, <laughs> I think the Browns offense is going to really struggle. And potentially, like, the Rams, uh, honestly, it feels like kind of a game that Matt Stafford's going to go down in the second quarter, and then we're going to get whoever the hell is backing him up and going to hit the under. I know it's kind of a crazy prediction, but it's going to happen. So. <laughs> uh, well, with Kyron Williams back, I think that opens some stuff up for him. But how has the Browns run D been all season? I mean, just look uh, at their defensive line, man. Nasty. Yeah, My, their first Miles, Miles Garrett can clog up three defenders yards. by himself. Yeah, yeah, they've been they've been pretty incredible. Um, so I I don't know. I think Kyron. I'm still not all the way in on Kyron. So I think there's a chance. I'm not even all the way in on Puka too. Still. So talking to a guy that yeah. is a Rams doubter. So I think the under here is the play. Um, don't know how much the Rams offense is going to get done against the Browns and then the Browns against the Rams. It feels like kind of an equal matchup in terms of offenses versus defenses. Mm. I can see how you would see that as well. Um, it also looks like there's a chance that Miles Garrett will not be playing this weekend. Ooh. So with that being said, definitely, definitely Rams. Definitely Rams. I think I'm comfortable taking them minus four. Um, the over-unders tripping me up. Miles Garrett is out. I think it's an over. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Puka hasn't had really a crazy game like he did at the beginning of the season, so maybe he's due? Puka's a fraud. Puka's a fraud? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... I'm not the biggest Puka fan. I think that Matt Stafford is making him look better than he is right now. He's good. He's he's probably great, but he's not better than, like, Devonta Smith. Well, obviously, Devonta Smith won, I mean, it just feels like those, won those the Heisman. Have, have started. <laughs> like, where would you slot Puka in right now in terms of top, you know, 15 receivers? Like, who do you have him above? Or below, mm. I guess. Like, do you have him above? Like, there's no way you have him above uh, Mike Evans. No, Mike Cooper Evans Cup, is there. Like, obviously, uh, Tyree Kill, C.D. Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brett. Like, 
he's not he's not in the same breath as those guys. Um, I would say he's probably top twenty five. Yeah, I'll give him top 25. It just feels like a lot of these conversations have started where Puka's slipping into top 20, top 15. And I'm like, no, he's not better than I DJ think, Moore. He's not better than Michael I, Pittman. I think he could be eventually, but not in his rookie year. I guess we'll have to wait for it to come true, but I, I don't think so. I think he's still got a lot to prove. And then the next quarterback that comes in on the Rams is probably not going to be as pass happy as Matt Stafford. And it's going to a big hit even if cooper cup is gone that's true cooper cup has also not been completely there this season so i mean either way though the end of the story is rams minus 190 sure why not yeah i'll take that easy throw that into a can't lose yeah all right right. chiefs and packers or yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh as a Packers fan here, um I'm a little bit worried. I think you know the Chiefs offense is pretty unstoppable. Rasheed Rice had his breakout game last week. Um Pacheco has been good. But you know the Packers stepped it up last week. It feels like a lot of those young guys are starting to click together. Um you know Jaden Reed has so like showed a lot in the past couple weeks um especially like on the ground he's he's been involved in the rushing game um christian watson tends to string together good games in a row i would say that christian watson i mean just based off of that alone christian watson's going to go for like 100 yards and a touchdown um i am definitely concerned about the chiefs though and patrick mahomes and maybe taylor swift shows up why are you concerned? Uh, I'm just concerned about their offense. I feel like, you know, their defense is third in points per game allowed, so that's not great. But then their offense is, you know, seventh in passing yards per game, eighth in total yards. Their rushing hasn't been the best. Um, but anytime Patrick Mahomes is on the field, and especially against somebody like Jordan Love, maybe this is Jordan Love's breakout, and we never look back. Jordan Love is the next Packers franchise quarterback, but it does feel like a game where their defense is solid enough to expose him and their offense is, you know, solid enough to expose our defense. Yeah. I mean, you said it when, when Mahomes is on the field, I mean, you can't count him out at all. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily it's, uh, it's going to be snowing in green Bay. Is it? (laughs) Maybe, maybe we have the advantage because of the rushing, um, you know, upside. I feel like the Packers are maybe. Is Aaron Jones playing? I feel like no. I think he is. Okay, if Aaron Jones is playing, I feel a little bit more confident. It feels like Aaron Jones. I remember a couple years ago there was a um Cowboys game where Aaron Jones had like four touchdowns and we were supposed to lose that game. Um, it always feels like Aaron Jones steps up when you need him most. He's like Batman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. What do you got uh, in terms of the spread? Do you like the Packers plus six or Chiefs minus six? See, this is one of those tough games. This is tough. Um, the way Jordan Love looked la- last week, I saw it early in the season. I saw it in the preseason. He makes he makes some throws that, like, in the pocket throws. I'm not talking about creating a play. He fits the ball into some windows that are ridiculous. I think everybody saw the one last week. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know. It, Jordan Love looked really good, but can we expect it again? I mean, this is basically his rookie season. Um, he, he's going to be on Sunday night football against Mahomes. And Mahomes has never been to Green Bay. So that's another thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs minus six, though, I can see it being a close game, um, especially with the Packers being home, especially with snow. Um, I like the Packers plus six, honestly. All right. That's what I want to hear. I think it's a good under game, too. Um, Over-unders at 42 and a half. Looks like a lot of the bets are going for the over right now, but, you know, if it's going to be snowing, um, as you said, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes' first time in Lambeau. 
feels like a good setup for you know a, a 13-16 game because um, I know that both these defenses are you know in the top half of the league right now. Mm-hmm. So, and the rushing yeah. attacks aren't great on either side. I mean, maybe Aaron Jones finally turns it on. He has been kind of off and on the field all season, but um, neither rushing attack is great, and in the snow that doesn't you know lead to great things. Um, but about uh, your, we got we got to talk about Pacheco though. Come on, I mean, he's good. He's good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not all the way in on Pacheco. I think you know there's a he, there's a chance that he's not like the best back for them. But I'm also a little bit teams running backs don't matter. Um, so you know he's he's going to get some good usage and and good efficiency on that offense, especially when they're. You know, they're game planning for Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's game planning for Isaiah Pacheco. Um, so he's just going to, you know, continue to rack up points and stuff like that. Um, but that's why he's great. Know. And he runs like a crackhead. I don't know. He just, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't stop. <laughs> he, he gets knocked down. He would run another hundred yards if you told him to. Yeah, yeah, he would. <laughs> so if you want to talk about a run game, I think, I mean, the Chiefs' offensive line is good. Um, they can run the ball. The question remains, is Rasheed Rice their answer? Um, Travis Kelsey's obviously there, but they're they're becoming an interesting team rather than, oh, we just expect the Chiefs to win. Um, but with Mahomes, I mean, it's going to be a close game regardless. He's never going to get killed. So Never. The Packers have to be, I think, I think plus six is completely fair here. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this game. I think it's the perfect uh, early December Sunday night game. Oh, yeah. Make some soup and watch it or something. (laughs) (laughs) Go get your chili. Oh, yeah. All right. You ready to move on to Monday? Oh, yeah. Jaguars, Bengals. So right, Jaguars Bengals. Um, this is a game that I have heavily featured in my DFS plays. Um, I think a lot of these guys, like, obviously it's all Jaguars. It's going to be all Jaguars all day. Um, no question. The Bengals suck. Joe Mixon is dead ever since Burrow went out. Um, you know, the line opened up at six and a half. It's up to eight and a half. The Jags are so favored. Um, you know, the only thing that's going to happen is uh, Jamar Chase is going to get another deflection touchdown. Um, just crazy. Over under 38. I, I'm feeling iffy about that either way. I, I kind of think that the under is going to hit, but I do think the Jags put up like 25 on him. Um, mostly to Calvin Ridley with Zay Jones on those clear out routes. Um, kind of establishing Calvin Ridley back as that alpha receiver in Jacksonville. Um, maybe Evan Ingram gets going. Um, the Jags are coming off of a couple good games. Um, they beat the Titans 34-14, to and the Texans 24-21 to after that brutal 49ers loss. Yeah, um, I think Browning is actually kind of okay. I think he can get them some points if they really need them. Um, so I, I actually like the over here. I think 38's low for this game. I think I, I see the Jaguars blowing it up. I think they're going to, you know, they're going to go out there. They're going to score 30 points. Um, and I think the Bengals, you know, they get their 10 and there you go. There's the over. Yeah. I mean, I I can totally see the Bengals getting 10. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But 25 yeah. to 10 still makes under 30, 38 and a half. Um, <laughs> we don't have to sweat it too much. I think, you know, both both ways kind of makes sense. Um, looks like a lot of the bets are on the over right now. So majority's behind yeah. you. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess we can kind of follow up and see how we did on our bets um, next week. And kind of evaluate where we went wrong and where our parlays are, um, what lost us. Uh, but I think I think we kind of hit some most of the important things 
for each game there. Um, kind of what's affecting you kind of mentioned a lot of things to do with the weather, the rain, snow, you had some <laughs> stats to back those up. Um, something I honestly don't think about too, too much, but I probably should. Yeah. Sometimes it really impacts some stuff. I took some notes on it. Like last year, I think there was a Browns, Browns Bills maybe game where the wind was like 40 miles an hour. And then, you know, they were completely unable to throw the ball. It was like that Mac Jones uh, game where he threw the ball. Did he throw the ball even once? He threw the ball like three times or something? Yeah, they, didn't the they call that like the ice bowl or something? <laughs> yeah, so you always got to keep an eye on it. Usually it doesn't impact it too much. Um, but you know, wind is the biggest one for for game impacts. But it doesn't look like there's any crazy windy games this weekend. I guess that's something to keep my eye on. I mean, you're going to steal my thunder. I'm the weather guy. (laughs) (laughs) Now you are. You're the weatherman. I'm the weatherman. Uh, All right. Um, Appreciate you for joining. I'm going to do the quick disclaimer, unless we got anything to go over, and then we can call it. I think we're all good, brother. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Databus podcast. As a reminder, the content provided in this podcast, including discussions, strategies, and tips, is intended solely for entertainment and informational purposes. The views expressed are personal opinions and should not be taken as explicit advice for sports betting or fantasy sports participation. Databus does not guarantee the accuracy or success of any strategies or recommendations discussed. Betting and fantasy sports participation involves risk and is not suitable for everyone. We advise listeners to exercise discretion and consider their individual circumstances before making any decisions based on this podcast. Please gamble and play responsibly. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good one.